Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we're really glad we could be with you. We're going to be joined in just a moment by Kathy Rubio. We're going to get an update on Nicaragua. And the I tell you, the whole world seems to be falling apart. The world seems to be on the edge of war. We're going to explore a lot of these things with Kathy in just a moment. But first, I want to let everybody know we are brought to you by ReadyMadeResources.com. If you got something you want to prep, if you got something you need to get, whether it's communications, night vision, ready-made resources is your place. In fact, Bob Griswold, the owner, will finance the high-end items. He'll actually consult with you for free about your prepping needs, and that's a very, very rare thing today. So how do you get a hold of ready-made resources? How do you begin your journey to preparation? Simply go to readymaderesources.com, look at what they have, and then call the number on the screen. Ladies and gentlemen, you won't be sorry. We're also brought to you by the best storable food company in the world. I can help you with your prepping if you're looking for food. It should be food, water, gold gun, ammo, medicine, and tools. Well, we can help you with the food. And the food is great quality, 25-year shelf life, no glyphosates, no GMOs. And you can get, right now we're offering bundled packages, two weeks, for $75. You can't eat that cheaply shopping at the grocery store with coupons. This is a fantastic offer. It's the best that's out there right now. Take advantage because it's not going to be here long. How do you get yours? Simply go to the URL and type in preparewithdave.com. Preparewithdave.com. Well, we're really, really pleased to be with Kathy Rubio. Uh, she's been our go-to person on Central American intelligence, particularly with Nicaragua. She has given eyewitness accounts of the paramilitary training base camps in which we think the Red Dawn invasion force is being prepared. And she has come on this show and has given us detail on the uh, operations of this camp and what they're up to. And she's going to update us across the board on a multitude of issues. Kathy, glad you could join us. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Glad to be back. So, where can I start? <laughs> I guess I'll start where I left off last time. Okay, very good. And they were having all these protests going, and the students from the colleges, they were shooting them in the street. And the students were getting more and more forceful, and they were coming out in large, large numbers, mostly college students, some high school students, and um, then farmers were joining them, and it, it, the protests got to be quite large. But Daniel Ortega's group would just go out and shoot them dead right in the street. Hmm. And they would lay there. Well, since I've talked to you last time, 300 more have been killed. And um, the students have gone into hiding now. They can't come out. Wherever they're hiding at, they need to stay in hiding to be safe. And Daniel Ortega has gone uh, just a little bit uh, wacko. A little bit? So, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. And he has now fired pretty much of his parliamentary. He has taken over total control of the Supreme Court. He's taken over the Elections Committee the National Assembly, 
and the security forces. And he made his wife the VP. So, uh, interesting times down there. He has control of everything, including the voting, so they don't even know if they do get him to do some early voting so they can get him out, they don't know how that's going to turn out because he's in charge of the elections committee. Sounds like George Soros. <laughs> I'm sure that he's getting some money from him. I wouldn't doubt that a bit. So anyway, what the banks have done, the Central American Bank down there, has stripped him of $41 million, which is 40.7% of the income. And they, they believe, because they got rid of that money and he can't get his hands on it, that this will slow him down. But me, I don't think so, because China's in there pretty heavy, and Venezuela's in there heavy, and uh, whatever monies can come out of Venezuela, instead of giving it to their people to eat, they're giving it to Daniel Ortega. Mm -hmm. So this really is going to end up to be a Central and South American revolution. How do you see it coming to fruition? Well, they all, all of Central America and South America belong to a group that they formed called ALBA, which is like our NAFTA. Only theirs is a little bit different than ours. Their rules say if one gets attacked, they all get attacked. So if Nicaragua gets attacked, Daniel Ortega will call them all out. And we'll have a, a very, very quick war. It will, it will <laughs> come up quick. So this, this is a... Um, I'm sure he's being pushed into that position right now. He has um, fired all of the members of the ministry that he had, the, the international ministry, and they were all arrested for telling Ortega to leave and they were accused of terrorism so God only knows what will happen to them there was another group which you know I told you my father-in-law my ex-father-in-law used to be president of the PLI well the new president of the PLI was fired last week along with every uh, member of the PLI and they were all made to just leave their offices and go home. So the, he has anybody that comes against him in any way, he just gets rid of them. Sounds like Hillary Clinton. Well, exactly. And I would not doubt it, but what Clintons aren't involved down there because they were before. That's Matter just... of fact, I think I told you when I came home for one of my furloughs, our program was feeding 152 street kids every day. And when I, I think I'd been home maybe three weeks, and I got notified by a 
program down there called Casa Alianza that President Bush at that time, the, the son Bush, gave an order to the president of Honduras, which was Maduro, not to say he's related to Venezuela Maduro, I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't think he is. Um, but he was given an order by Bush that he had to get them kids out of the street. So they rounded them all up one night in the middle of the night. They knew where they all slept. They just police picked them up and took them to a jail in Tegucigalpa where they shot and killed them all. 152 of my kids. Wow. And that was their answer to get them out of the street so they wouldn't lose 400 million that was going to go into Honduras. This is a, a really, it's a horrible thing we do with our money. Instead of taking care of us over here, this is what we do. We kill in other nations. We try to control their nations, telling them what they have to do. Well, we do it because we can, and we have 200,000 troops in 77 countries. You know, it's funny, Kathy, I, I have had through the years foreign exchange students from various colleges in Europe, uh, Germany, France, Sweden, Russia. And see, these young people, the, the, I'll tell you, we start talking about uh, health care and education. Listen to this, Kathy. Mm -hmm. They'll tell my students, yeah, I go to college for free. Uh -huh, I don't pay anything. What about your mm -hmm. books? No, I don't pay anything. Uh, what about health care? Well, had a kid from Britain. Everything, NHS just gets vilified. But every medication, it doesn't matter if it's advanced chemotherapy or you're taking something for the flu, it costs $10. That's it, $10. Flat price. Uh, same thing in Canada. Free in France. In fact, in France, they have doctors that make house calls. And that's free of charge. And these kids hear this stuff are American kids and they just become mm -hmm. irate and they look at me and they say how can that be and I say well these countries don't have 200,000 troops in 77 countries that's where your health care and your education have gone not only that Dave I worked you know for two of the first ladies in Honduras I was in charge of getting the donations in here's what they do they get donations from all other nations. If they need a certain drug, they send to them. They say, this is what we need, and it all is donated. Then they charge the people for the donated items, the donated medicine. Mm -hmm. So they're making money, hand over fist. You know how long it takes one of them to, down there to get ten dollars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So That's they're getting incredible. rich off of it. That's absolutely incredible. But yeah. people in this country can't even begin to conceive of what it's like there. Well, before we jump into the new revelations, let's. We're getting a little bit of noise in the background. I don't know if we're being messed with or what the deal is, but I think either coming out of your side or some external, I'm getting like a creaking sound. And uh, are you hearing that? 
No, I am not. I wouldn't be surprised because people don't want this information out. But anyway, I'd like to go backwards just for a moment. Let's review what you know about the composition of the forces that train in Central America in these paramilitary camps that will someday provide an invasion force the training and weapons they need to invade the underbelly, southern underbelly of the United States. Well, we were just talking about China. China has a port right in Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. And that port was to take over from where they used to land in Panama Canal because we gave that back. So now they can come right up our borders, and they are. They're, they're bringing in Chinese people, not necessarily military, but Chinese people from over in China, dropping them off in Nicaragua and helping them get all the way through. They're teaching them Spanish. They're being given Nicaraguan papers because we know that there's a problem in Nicaragua and communism is trying to take over. So we will let them in the country. This wow. has been going on for since 2006 that I know of. Well, I've been reporting an uptick in Chinese population that are embedded in places like California in the inland ports, things like Sacramento, Stockton. And then I've also gotten word that uh, more troops are coming in, and I mean troops, into Long Beach port that the Chinese now control and have controlled for some time. And the big thing, though, and these are soldiers, the Cinta company that uh, controls the solar energy farms that we've just, Obama handed off to the Chinese for control, Cinta is a front group for the Chinese military. So all those workers are coming in and they are Chinese army. And let me tell you where they're located. Boy, Kathy, if you haven't heard this, this is shocking. This is part of the Bundy affair. Harry Reid's son took $5 million from the Chinese, and before the Bundy affair blew up on Clive and Bundy's land, the Chinese were going to put a solar energy farm for that $5 million on the Bundy's land. And mm -hmm. the Bundy's land is located near an interstate highway, 15, and it's also near Nellis Air Force Base, Air Base. Let's go a little farther south, Luke Air Force Base. Luke Air Force Base, Chinese solar energy farm along Interstate 10, and it's about 25 air miles from Luke Air Force Base. Let's go a little farther south. Tucson, Davis Monthan, I-10 on the other side. And it's we got three bases with Chinese solar energy farms that are adjacent to an air base that would provide air cover in case of an invasion through our southern underbelly. And we have allowed Chinese troops to be placed there under the guise of solar energy farm workers. And we would need these three bases to repel a Chinese-led fifth column invasion from Central America. Were you aware of uh, the solar energy farms being distributed near military bases and conveniently on interstate highways? No. That's a game changer. Yes. It's an it sure is. It's an absolute game changer. And I got to tell you, this is so disturbing to me that I have sounded the alarm on this, and it's just like crickets chirping. 
people don't understand. Why would you want to be by an interstate? So you could do rapid deployment of your forces. That's one. Why would you be next to an Air Force base? Because you can overrun them and negate the air cover. When you start the invasion, this would be a preemptive strike. It'd be the metaphorical equivalent of dropping paratroopers uh, before the D-Day invasion behind the Normandy beaches designed to keep the German tanks from coming up and reinforcing. And that was actually the plan. Well, this is the same kind of a plan. And I'll tell you, Kathy, I've never been so frustrated in my life because the proof is is so ubiquitous. I just can't... Uh, anyway, that's one thing I wanted to bring to your attention. Uh, so we've kind of walked backwards here a little bit. Do you think we're going to see a Red Dawn invasion based on what you know? Absolutely. What do you point to and say, I, I know absolutely this is going to happen? Well, you got the Chinese coming right up the borders. Uh-huh. I mean, you got Chinese camps right over across the border of Mexico. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's something I, I agree with Trump on. We need a wall. But I am a little afraid of why they want to build that wall. I don't See, think yeah. it's so much to keep people out as it's to keep us in. I've speculated on that exact same point. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I never have trusted Trump all the way. And I trust him even less now. Every day that goes by, I'm trusting him less and less. And so I, I have to go by what God has shown me. And this is a man who has not repented. This is a man who is surrounded by deep state. And he hires them to come. I mean, he's fighting tooth and nail to get Kavanaugh in there. Well, Kavanaugh is deep state. We all know that. Well, it's interesting that you'd say that. I just interviewed uh, Cody Snodgrass, the yeah. man who was offered a million dollars when he was in the CIA to take right. down the Oklahoma oh, City building. Yeah. yeah, and Cody, uh, in fact, that's right. You did introduce the two of us together. I do mm -hmm. remember that now. Yeah. Uh, but I interviewed Cody, and Cody said uh, just exactly what you're saying, but here's, here's the deal. Do you know that in the Vince Foster, this is where we spent most of our interview, on the Vince Foster murder and cover-up, did you know the lead counsel of the Office of Special Investigation, the ones who covered it up, was led by Brett Kavanaugh? Yes. You knew that. Not many people I do. I do know that. Yeah, yes. most people don't know and that. I, I'm just, I'm sick that Trump is showing his hand now. He's showing me really, really who he is and who he sides in with. Now, a lot of people are going to say that the only reason that he wants Kavanaugh is because Kavanaugh will reverse Roe versus Wade. No. He's not going to do that. I don't think so either. No, his voting past does not indicate that he will do that. And I have written about that. This guy's a globalist. Mm -hmm. I, I about, excuse my French here, but crap my pants when Trump nominated him and I looked into his background, I said, Trump, what are you thinking? Um, I have to tell you another thing. When he And I wrote an article about this. I did a body language analysis and body language, as you know, conveys about 93% of all communication. And right. when Trump nominated Gorsuch and I showed the differences in this article, he was animated. 
He was excited. He smiled constantly. When he nominated Brett Kavanaugh, it, it was almost like he had had a lobotomy. He, he was rigid and stiff and there was no positive emotion. And I got the feeling like someone was almost pointing a gun at Trump's head to make that nomination because he did not like it. Have you noticed something else about Trump, Dave? You know how he's got that little indent? Well, it's not really an indent. It kind of sticks out in his chin when he smiles. No, I haven't noticed that. Mm. I'll have it's to look for it. It's almost like a, almost like a, um, a triangle shape. And whenever it, the real Trump, when he smiles, this sticks way out. But I'm not seeing that lately. And I'm wondering if we have the real Trump. Oh. And the thing oh, is, oh boy, one day he he says this, and the next day he says that. Well, you have the deep state fighting. And who do you have that owns the only clone clinic close by New York? Who is that? I don't know. Chelsea Clinton. No. Yes. So I believe that we are not seeing the real Trump all the time. Something else is going on. And I also have noticed something else. This simple things that I, I see, but when it's the real Trump and he takes hold of Mel Melania's hand, she holds his hand. But when it's not the real Trump, she pushes the hand away. And everybody thinks it's because she's mad at him. I don't think it's the real Trump. Does anybody else share this view? I haven't talked to anybody about it this, <laughs> this time. I have to I tell you, if I didn't know you so well, I would have thought you lost your mind on this. Nope. Um, okay, I'll, I'll have to watch for this. I think he's still the same abrasive, abrupt individual that he's always been. And well, uh, program that in, you know. Yeah, boy, that's, I'll tell AI you. AI can program anything. That is... Um, Anyway, uh, wow, uh, this is a first. Um, That's, and that, by the way, is the only excuse I'll give him because there is no excuse for all this other crap that's going on. Well, I tend to agree with you. Um, he, he really, I mean, he's talking about Syria again, and we're going to see another false flag in Syria, and Russia has moved 25 ships into the area saying there's going to be another false flag attack. I mean, Putin is really, really obvious on this. So, long story short on this, yeah, you know, I could see why you would suspect it, but what did Carl Sagan say? Extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to have to withhold my judgment on that one. But let's go, let's go back to the embeds that are coming here. I received a phone call in the last couple days and I cannot reveal the source because it would endanger primary sources I will someday be able to reveal the source and people will not be surprised but I was told that illegals are coming into the country 
and they're being embedded not just to vote but to take part in violence and they're congregating in places like LA in Orange County particularly in Orange itself and I'm wondering are they coming from Nicaragua they're coming from Central America in general uh, what do you know about this I think they're coming from Central America in general you even got Cubans in there and they're going in they're going in through Honduras they take a boat in and then they come up that way so I mean they were doing it all the years I was in Honduras well I asked the question I said well how many are we talking about and I was told present count estimated to be three-quarters of a million in California alone Well, that seems kind of high, but, you know. That, that was my reaction, too. That, exactly, Kathy. Yeah. That was my reaction. Um, I, um, I've i told this story before, but it bears repeating. Well, let me tell you the news story. I was interviewing um, Dr. Richard Ruling, and he's written a best-selling book on end times prophecy. And he's a retired medical doctor, very intelligent man, and really had this down to the nth detail. But then he brought something up after we were done with the interview that I was really disappointed he didn't bring up on air. He says, you know, Dave, he says, uh, this might interest you. In Gilbert, Arizona, which is the most southeastern suburb of Phoenix, he says, I have someone I know that lives in a very remote area, and he doesn't really know very much about, you know, what we do. But he calls me one day and he says, there's only one way out of here and I gotta go past this railroad track. But right now I've been sitting here 20 minutes and there's nothing but UN military equipment headed for the border. And uh, he and I had this conversation just a few days ago. And I thought that was really revealing because I'll tell you what else, I think there's a race to control the border. And I'm, let me tell you my other story here and I may have mentioned this to you before. I know I said it on air one time, but we were returning from Northern Arizona from a vacation. And I-17 coming out of Flagstaff had about 200 military vehicles just lined up one after the other after the other, and it was nonstop. Well, we stopped to, to go to the bathroom and get gas in Cordes Junction, which is about an hour north of where we turn off to go home. And some of the military stopped too. So I'm waiting in line to go to the restroom and in front of me is this military guy. And I said, so where are you guys coming from? Sir, I'm sorry, I can't tell you that. Uh, I said, well, kind of interesting to see all you guys congregate. And he goes, oh yeah. He says, we really weren't counting on being out here and being gone as long as we're gonna be gone. And I says, well, I want you to have a burrito on me when you get to the border. And he said, how did you know we were going to the border? And I said, I didn't until you just told me. And that got him to open up a little bit. And what he admitted to me is these were communications vehicles and they were going down to support heavy infantry and tanks at the border. And then you have the UN shipping massive military equipment, not on the same side as our guys, to the border. What do you know about this? And talk to me a little bit about what's happening at the border. I don't know. I didn't know about the UN going down there. I know that Daniel Ortega kicked the UN out of his country two days ago. 
Really? I did not know yeah. that. The, the, tell yeah. me about that. They had um, gone in and they were doing um, human human violations, you know, violations, human rights violations. And they wrote a, a report back to the UN that was very critical of Daniel Ortega, so he threw them all out of the country. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's incredible, because I would have suspected what he's into, the UN would have been all over it on his behalf. Well, anyway, we're talking with Kathy Rubio. We're going to step aside for just a second here. I wanted to let you know the remainder of the program is brought to you by two of our favorite sponsors. One is Virtual Shield. Hear me and hear me clearly. If you think there are FEMA camps, there are. FM 39.4 is the document that shows it, as well as Rex 84. If you think that we're in danger of being overtaken by the deep state, the liberal left, we are. And if you think there'll be a purge in this country, and there will be, then you don't want people to be able to track your internet history. You're listening to this show, you're probably listening digitally, and that puts you at risk. You can erase all this with Virtual Shield. It's the very best. I can't even get these guys to come on my show. I'd love to interview them, but they are so clandestine. They say, Dave, the only way we stay ahead of the NSA is to not go on shows like yours. We're not going to expose what we do, who we are. We operate in complete anonymity. And I said, okay, I can respect that. And they are offering a special right now, 60% off their monthly package, which is already very cheap. So you want to take advantage of this. How do you do that? You go to hidewithdave.com. That's hidewithdave.com. Also, we're brought to you by Trade Genius. The market is screaming. It's soaring. It's on fire. And Trade Genius is making record profits for its investors and participants. Well, they're opening up a few spots for people to sign up at 60% off to get into this Trade Genius group. And you want to make some extra money for the holidays? I mean, quite a bit of extra money. Trade Genius is your place to go. Go to TradeGeniusAcademy.com and tell them Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show sent you. Well, we are talking with Kathy Rubio, and she's our expert on Central American affairs, particularly what's been going on in Nicaragua. But Kathy has told us, too, we are looking at a Red Dawn invasion that's going to happen in this country. She's aware of the embedded illegal aliens coming into the country to influence the election to perform terrorist activities if they're not successful in stealing the election. She's also aware of embedded Chinese and the Chinese relationship with Nicaragua. Kathy, let me take you down to Nicaragua again and talk about China's presence there. What kind of military presence does China currently have that you're aware of in Nicaragua? Their military is training with the Nicaraguan military. And a lot of the people that were doing the shooting down there the, the general population of people said they don't recognize them. They know that they're not from Nicaragua. So they believe that these are, are soldiers that are hired to go in there and do this killing. Mm -hmm. That they, you know, they won't know who they are. Kind of like Blackwater from Days Gone By, Hurricane yep. Katrina, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yep, exactly. Okay, that makes a great deal of sense to me. I have heard that black ops are down in El Salvador as well. They provide the security for these paramilitary camps, and if you're a security risk, they just send in the black ops to take care of you. 
Well, that would be pretty easy to check with Cody, I would guess. Interesting. I'll have to get back in touch with Cody Snodgrass. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathy, one of the things, too, that you said before, and I want to elaborate on this because now I think it's time to bring this into full view. You mentioned to me before that in these terrorist-based training camps in El Salvador, that there's also an American military and a CIA presence. Can can you talk about that again for the listening audience? Because I've got additional questions. Listen, in every embassy is CIA. Mm -hmm. They're implanted right in the embassies. In Honduras, we have our own military base there. I have never been to the military base, supposedly, that we have in El Salvador. I've never been to an American base over there, so I have no idea if we have an American base. No, I didn't say I didn't say base. Um, let me clarify my question. Terrorist base training camp with Americans that are there, and they the training. There you go. Exactly. That yes, that I can verify. And uh, most of that is set up through the CIA, which is right there in the embassies. In every country is CIA in the embassies. Wow. Yep, they have their own desks and they're just... And how I found that out is because I had gone through where I had to have some... uh, um, help I had to have security for a year they they went everywhere I went security was with me and the embassy had to provide that because I was finding out all these things so one day they called me in and they said that they wanted to talk to me I went up to Tegucigalpa I went to visit And what I noticed when I was sitting at the desk talking to this guy was a little plaque that said CIA. I said, oh, you guys got your own place right here. So I I asked him right out, are you CIA? I said, well, yeah. So they don't even try to hide it? No, because they're covered because they are part of the embassies. That does make sense because that is a foreign endeavor. Mm-hmm. And the CIA is barred from, but does not observe this rule that they can't operate domestically. But right. but here, here's what concerns me. These terrorist-based training camps are ostensibly training to be part of a Red Dawn force that will invade the United States and kill Americans. Then why are Americans training them? Isn't that an interesting question, Dave? And when will Americans wake up? Please wake the hell up, because <laughs> this is bad. But this is what's going on worldwide. It's not just in Central America. Yeah, I thought Air America was bad, in which we were running drugs into the country so the CIA could carry out its covert activities in Central America, and that's how they funded it. So our kids get hooked on heroin and cocaine and so forth. Mm-hmm. That was bad enough. But we're talking about actually training people to come across in American sovereign territory and kill American citizens. Their own people. That's right. That CIA needs to be abolished. 
all of those ABC organizations need to be abolished. Who is putting everybody in jail here? Who's calling me a terrorist? Me, a 70-year-old granny? I hear Who's you. calling me a terrorist? My own government. My own government. And you're increasingly being censored from getting the word out. And, and all, all, all you're doing is promoting constitutional values and the welfare of the citizens of this country. Trying and, to and, save this nation. Exactly. And for that, we are vilified. We are discriminated against. We are attacked in public. We are censored on the Internet for simply standing up for our country. And this is what people don't understand. You see, Kathy, we're kind of drifting into the censorship issue. But, but all we do like you said, is defend this country. That's it. Yeah. We're, we're not after anybody. We don't have an agenda. We want the preservation of this country as it was intended. And for that, we are vilified. And see, people don't want to believe me, Kathy, when I say to them, if you think they'll censor you, isn't that the equivalent of book burning? And they go, well, yeah, kind of. And I said, do you ever hear the saying where they burn books, they will one day burn people? Mm-hmm. And it's coming. It's coming pretty fast. People are not paying attention. They are so mesmerized by Trump. And they believe that he, God, sent him. Well, they forgot to ask one question. Which God? Which God sent him? Because every time that he gets somebody come against him, everybody else is, I mean, everybody it flies back at the ones that came against him, and they are the ones that get it. Well, is that my God doing that, or is that the God of this world doing that? Yeah, no, I, you're exactly right. You couldn't be more correct in what you're saying. Uh, and ultimately, and Steve Quayle and I've had this discussion on my show more than once, he feels that we can't win this battle in the physical plane because the enemy has too many resources. He feels that we can win individually, not necessarily as a nation, in terms of the spiritual battlefield. What's your opinion on that? He's absolutely right. Um, the Bible tells us that it is a small, small remnant that God will rescue out of here when it's when that five months time is between the great tribulation and the tribulation, which mm -hmm. I believe we're already in the first three and a half years. Yes. And I just, I mean, he, God tells us clearly, pray every day that you're worthy why did he tell us that because it's so easy to fall into sin it's so easy to hate these people and just want to club them but you can't you can only pray for them and Steve is right there is no way that this war gets won in the physical it can only be won in the spiritual and you know what's really a big clue to that is the star of Israel. 
And God showed me this so clearly one day. I was sitting in Virginia in a trailer house visiting some people, and the sun was coming in. And it shone on her carpet the... Um, the the star the the star of david which they call the star of david however when the sun moved in this carpet it separated one triangle from the other triangle and god spoke to me so clear and he said as it is above so it is below mm -hmm. and that's what that star stood for and you can't, you have to pray in the angels. It is them that have to fight this war. Our only duty in this war is prayer. Prayer warriors. You find your, your position in God's army, get in there and start praying. That's the only way you win. And because we are outnumbered, we made the mistake of using their platforms and they now are taking away our voice and the American people are almost clueless about what's coming although there is an interesting ray of hope I've read in a couple places today just today that India is actually they're, what they're doing is they're attacking um, the social media people and as well as the big corporations the fortune 500s that have come into their country they're taxing the living crap out of them to try to make it difficult for them to operate and they want to have their own homegrown big tech giants as well as their fortune 500 corporations i don't know if you've heard this or not but no. kathy we you might find americans now forsaking facebook and maybe using something from india that will compete with it one day well i forsook facebook for nothing I mean, I'm not using anything else, I did, but I did come off of there. Yeah. Interestingly oh. enough, I, I was off for about a month, and I thought, you know, I'm going to try posting something, see what happens, and it posted. And so I went back in, and I checked, and they never took me off of Facebook, even though I disconnected from Facebook. Well, you're now into another area, the police state surveillance grid. And uh, MasterCard has sold their transactions to Google. So now this is so Orwellian, it's unbelievable. I've cut up my MasterCard over this, and I encourage the country to do the same thing. Um, well, you know, you understand that what's coming next, and Trump is pushing for this. He's making it seem like he is fighting Google, fighting Facebook, fighting everybody right now for us. But in fact, what he is doing is tricking us to trust him. And then when he decides everything in the United States about you, for you, is going to be put in the cloud. And you're going to have to pay for the right to go into your bank on the internet. You're going to have to actually buy a license. And if you don't, there won't be any buying or selling. Are you saying this is how the mark of the beast will be rolled out? 
Well, I think it is, yes. Mm-hmm. I think it is. And I think people are so geared toward Internet that they can't even see what's coming. Even when you're told what's coming, you they won't believe it. They won't listen. <clears throat> and, you know, this is how Satan works. He wants to be God. So what does he do? He gets you to worship him like God. How does he do that? Music, internet, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So of course we're gonna go and say, yeah, please give me a license here. How much do I have to pay to do this? <laughs> At that point, I'll be off the internet you know, it's amazing how clever the globalists are as they yeah. actually find ways to make money on us as we pay for our own demise. We do. And I don't think anybody can see it. It's just like the 5G telephones that when they, when these, you're paying for your own death. That's what you're paying for. Wow. But they want to be on the internet and they want to be connected, so they'll pay it. It's just, yeah, it's mind-boggling to me, too. The 5G and people just like, oh, I hear it's bad, but what can I do? There's nothing I can do, and that's the attitude you hear. You know what we're really talking about here? Psychologists have a term for this. It's called cognitive dissonance. When the worldview of someone changes, they either totally ignore it and look the other way, or they invent reasons that they have to put up with it. You know, there's a lady that came out on the internet today. She was on with Alfred Webry on Inside Outside News or something like Inside News. And um, she did a video. Now, she sued uh, and won in the courts, won her case against the government for targeting her she was getting targeted consistently and the judge that she won the case from before he could write down the sentence he's dead really so she did a video today I'll send that over to you and I'll send it over here on Skype because I got my Skype cloaked um she did a video telling everyone it is time. We cannot depend on anybody to help us. Nobody's going to help us, people. And she's right. Only God can help us. Nobody's going to help us. It is time to stand up. And she's doing what she called a hashtag series. And they had a, a I don't know, a lot of different hashtags that they were going to use. Um so that they they put these people down it's it's time to do something and we can't sit around and wait anymore until they get us in the cloud right. we got to do it now and so uh, that's she's starting that today i posted it and i have like 30,000 people that follow me on gab and so um that's where I put the posts up at is on my gab 1948 kitty all one word on gab 
and you can go in there and get her her video or get it off of Inside Outside News or I think Alfred Webry. If you look him up on YouTube, you can get it off of there. Her name is just simply Seven. Okay. Spelled out. Spelled out. Okay, that's interesting. Well, it, it, we got about two minutes left here, and I just okay. want to save some of it for you and some of it to answer this question. I don't know the first thing about Gab. I've heard the term before. How how do you get to it? How do you sign up for it? Because as soon as we you disconnect, people are going to tell me. Ask me how you do it. Gab, G-A-B, dot, A-I. Okay. Gab, dot, A-I. And you get on there, and it is uncensored. Everything on there is uncensored. Outstanding. But they have a they have a mute button, so if you don't like what somebody's posting, you just mute it out, so it doesn't come to your okay place anymore. That sounds good. Well, people yeah. can follow you on Gab. Is there anywhere else? Excuse me. Is there anywhere else they can follow you? Yeah, they can get me off of my email, Kathy underscore Rubio the number two at yahoo.com okay Kathy underscore Rubio two at yahoo.com yeah. boy we'll get into Yahoo and AOL under oath <laughs> in another broadcast I wish we had more time to talk about that but Kathy we are flat out of time and okay. you're always a delight to have on the show I appreciate you coming on and updating us on what's going on in Central America and touching on other issues as well you can catch Kathy again at gab.ai. I'm going to have to go check this out for myself. I might be posting there too. Kathy, thanks again for joining us here on the Common Sense Show. And everybody God, else. God bless America. Yeah, God bless us all. We need it. Yeah, amen. Take care. And to everybody else, we'll see you back here next time. Thanks.